Special guest Raymond. What's going on, fellas? Howdy, howdy, howdy. So today, as we said before, we're gonna go with our musical review. Uh, we're gonna hit up the Migos new album as well as Future. And me, I'm a kind of follower of Future. I'm not gonna say I'm a fan, I'm a follower of them, but uh we had the two comparisons of that. So my nephew Raymond, we had a short conversation about it, but we're going to roll this out and um, roll it out with Sean. And uh, let's get some opinions on, let's start with Migos. Because I really didn't get introduced to Migos until I saw the show Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I kind of heard them on the radio, but I was like, who the fuck are them? But I was okay because I wasn't going to continue to look at them anyway or listen to them. <laughs> but I turned around and said, yo. This amigos, hey, I need to go check them out. And he, you know, Donald Glover gave him a shout out when he got his award, you know, Black and Bougie. So I was like, maybe I need to hear him. And then Sean said, oh, they knew cut, they knew single coming out, they knew album coming out. You need to check it out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I checked it out. But uh, <laughs> let's get your opinions because I, I know, Raymond, you say you like a couple of their cuts. Yeah. And Sean, you've been kind of listening to him. So, Raymond, what's your opinion on Migos in general? Let's talk about in general first. Um, in general, their music is kind of mainstream. Right. Like, it sticks to what's going on now. Okay. Like, now, as in, when you say now, you're looking at, you know, something that would be played in New York, you get something played in Atlanta. LA. I mean, it's it's probably being played in all of those places right now. Gotcha. But only because of what's in right now. Right. Like what's in as in what's what's hot, what's not, anything in that matter. Like what's being played right. on the radio. On the radio. So Sean in the radio, if you would and I know you don't really look at listening to the radio shit either, but you know, when we when we talk about what's in and what's what's now, what what do you get out of that when that part comes through? Well, what what's going on now is um is I'm not gonna say the fall love, but the you know, Atlanta is big. Atlanta is the new Motown. Yeah. You know. So the sound that you hear now is real Atlanta, you know, from from the ages of, you know, 
uh, Kilo Ali and Outkast and, you know, from them to Gucci Man and Jeezy, you know, you know, and that kind of evolved this sound that's going on right now. So trap music, shit. Yeah, I mean, just the bass, just, just more of the bass in the music, and 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 you know, more of the same tempo of the sound. You mm-hmm. know, so you know, it's it's evolved to this what you call the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I think the Migos was able to put all of that into an album. And that's that's what the important part, you said they were mainstream. I think that was really good because when you listen to this album, it's a you can listen to you can put it on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The majority of these songs you can put on the radio because that's the type of artist that they are. They're mainstream artists. But don't they sound and here's where me and Raymond was talking. It it sounds almost like everything else because they're using the same kind of beats. They're using the same kind of sound. They're kind of, you know, rapping about the same kind of mollies that everybody's taking. They're just doing it in a different way. Okay, so do you feel like they were some of the first ones to do that or do you feel like they are still just fitting and flowing with what's what's the now. No, I think they are leading it. I think they're leaders of it. I think because of them, everyone else know it is mainstream. You know what I mean? Okay. I think if it wasn't for them, I think there's a lot of people who wouldn't actually be saying this is mainstream. This is hot. This is what's going on from that. That's how I feel about Migos. So, so because that that's the same way I feel. So I I don't feel like I should put judgment on the originators or the the initial evolvers of it in this generation. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone else pretty much follows suit after you heard Versace. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like literally, like that was the change movement. And because, they lined up because Drake after that they lined up. Like yeah. you said, once. Once they, they put that out and then Drake jumped on it, it was like, okay, this is the sound, mm. you know, and then and then they started being consistent mm-hmm. with just tracks, not necessarily good mixtapes, but you were able to hear good Migo tracks on the radio, right? you right. know, and then and so that them being on the radio with those good tracks got them out there mm-hmm. and got their sound out there and got everybody using their sound. Oh, I got that. So I think so I again I like them because of their because of where they came from. I I like them because of because of their flow. Because they're like, okay, we we just three motherfuckers from Lawrenceville, you know what I'm saying? And we spit. Mm. And this is how we spit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, as I, I think if they get more of, I don't know how much history they know of the game. I know I could hear in Quavo's flow, the main artist, he has some history of the game, of, of rappers. But I think if they get a little more back history, I think their music will sound a lot better. Like, like if they're out, if it's like, not even Rock Kim. 
You know, not even a Sugar Hill gang. If they go back that far, mm-hmm. that's that's good too. But before I ask this question, you said you liked them for a certain reason. Because when we was talking, Raymond, so kind of go back over that of why you like them. Um, they're catchy, right? Songs are catchy, and I consider that mainstream. Yeah. So anything that's kind of repetitive, catchy, you can oh. I got it. So I can repeat it. I can repeat it. I can repeat it. So doesn't make it the best cut out there, but make it something that I like to hear. Right. You know, like, um, you know, $5 McDonald's meals. May not want to eat McDonald's, but it's $5, so I'm going to go back and get it because all I got is $5 and I can have a full meal. And it's on every other corner. And it's on every... And it's always... Yeah, it's always available. So if they playing the Migos, like you said that too. If they playing that... Every hour, you three times in an hour, and you used to it. Mainstream is repetitive. It's repetitive, so you kind of get to say, "Okay, I like that," even though you really don't freaking like it. Right? But you like it because it's in your head. It's repetitive, and you used to it and say, "Man, I really like those Migos." You know, I I call it brainwashing, but uh, I don't. I don't like to hear repetitive things because I like to hear. Something that's either unique because mm-hmm. as it being unique, I can listen to it more because it's something that I'm normally not listening to. And, you know, we, there's a lot of artists out there that's doing that. But I don't think back to your question or your statement, I don't think they need to go back because they're getting the notoriety of who they are mm-hmm. and what they're doing until that genre plays out, I don't think they're going to move away from it. Okay. Because they're leading it. Even though somebody may have a hit with that sound, Mm -hmm. they're still the leaders of that. And they're saying, hey, if you really want to know about this kind of music, Migos is the man. That group really put it out there. And until that actually moves along, I don't think they need to go back and be historic. Because even part of their rap and what they're rapping about, it doesn't say that. Right. Remember, we were talking, me and Raymond was talking, they got a cut on there, said, uh, just got a mink, it's a fox. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is a mink a fox? <laughs> but they said it, but it was catchy because the beat, the beat, the butt. Mm-hmm. Beat, right, right, you know, right, right, right. Jack and Jill went up the hill. And, and you, right. Because of that. And not that it made sense. And, you know, remember what you said, Raymond. You said, uh, I got to listen to it a couple of times just to really understand what the hell did they say. Yeah, just to grasp, grasp what they're saying. Because, you know, it's not necessarily because people call it mumble rap. Yeah. It's not necessarily mumble rap because they're 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 speaking what they're saying. You but know what I'm saying? Mumbling that shit. Nah, you haven't heard mumble rap before. No, I heard mumble rap. I mean, but they're a little clearer than these other. Because I heard, I don't know who they are. I, I got you. I don't know who they are. Right. But I heard them, and I'm like, what the hell did they really just say? But they didn't say anything. You know what I mean? I just ah man I I appreciate the Migos for who they are. You know, as far as the box that they're in, the game that they put out there, and and 
and this whole Atlanta movement of sound, you know, okay. You know what I'm saying? Especially for people 25 and under. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is like, that culture CD was, was really good for uh, 25 and under. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it was... It was like when Kings of Crunk came out, the Lil Johnny Eastside Boy CD came out when we were young. You know what I'm saying? It, it gave me that kind of feel, you know. So, you know, I I appreciate it because I grew up in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, and I've seen where the music has came and how, you know, now now the lyrics aren't as hard, of course not, mm-hmm. you know, that's by default, <laughs> um, but. You know the their their confidence and their swag and their ability to choose beats that sound good with their voices. Right. You know, I think that I I think they're good. Amazing CD, no. Good CD for the year, yeah. Potential great CD of the year, no. Nominee, maybe. Depends on what what else comes out. Yeah, and what they're looking at. Because I'm, I'm remember we had back at all the podcasts we was talking about. J. Cole. Right. And we was talking about Solange. And we said, look, those two should be recognized. And you said, no, they're going to get nominated. I said, it depends on who's voting. Right. I said, I know how good they are. I can tell production-wise, lyric-wise, content-wise, they're phenomenal. But guess what? The people who voted, voted who they wanted. That didn't mean that they weren't good. The people who voted go from that. And sometimes the people who vote says, I like this new stuff that's out. Right. So I'm going to say Migos is the best CD of the year. And I'm like, no, it's not. Right. But it depends on who's actually voting. And if I was voting, it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's, it, the, the, the year is still young. Yeah, because there's, there's plenty that's to come out. Several things that's going to be coming out this year. So I think we beat them up, <laughs> which I'm kind of cool. But I, I I like to get input because you know me being an old head, I, I still like music. Right. Me and um Raymond was talking about that. I'm not a genre listening person. Mm. I listen to music, and the uniqueness of music. Sometimes I can say. That's pretty hot. Oh, I really like that. I mean, we were talking about what was the the white kids? Um, twenty one pilots. Yeah, twenty one pilots. Mm-hmm. I like them. Okay, I really like them. And we saw them. Me and Raymond saw them on Saturday Night Live. And mm. after that, we just start downloading. Yeah. Okay. And and it was it was hot. And I, re- I to this day I really like listening to them. But I'm turning around and I can move on from them. And start listening to something totally different. Right. Because you should listen to music and not just a single genre. Right. So that's why I said, I'll listen to Migos. Yeah, I'll listen to it. Not something in my rotation. Right, 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 right. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not going to disrespect them and say what they didn't do. Because they established something that was pretty much different Mm -hmm. in the music game. Show them their respect for that. Right. I give them that, but I still got a choice. I don't <laughs> eat pork. <laughs> I won't eat pork. <laughs> you know, this is right. on a plate. You can take that one. I can't eat that. Right, Sorry. right, 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 you know, right. 
if I was starving and they had a pepperoni pizza, I probably got to eat it. But I'm not going to eat it again. Right. So, you had me listen to Migos. I really don't want to listen to it again. Again. Right, right. (laughs) It's just not your cup of tea. Just not my cup of tea. (laughs) So, but now we, we, we talk about future. So... I heard Future's cuts here and there. I never really was a follower of him too, but I liked his music. I liked when he sh- when he when he showed up. It was something that I can listen to. I mean, lyrically, he wasn't the best lyrical guy out there, right? But he had good lyrics. But this new album impressed me because he had really good production to go with it as well. So to me, he had better production than the Migos album. So mm. I like the way his production and his lyrics and the way he, you know, wrote the beats that made his album um, pretty good. That's something I can listen to again. Did you listen to the new one, right? So, so that one's worth it, in my opinion. That one's now worth is it. Now, are we talking about the future CD or the Hendrix CD? So I think it's the Hendrix. I think the one you sent me was the Hendrix one. Though, yeah, the white, the one with the white cover. Nah, the one with the gold, gold cover. cover. That's yeah. the future CD. So no, so I just I did the future. I okay. The, yeah, yeah, the future. I didn't do the Hendrix. So I really enjoyed the the, the future. So there you go. I didn't even do the Hendrix yet, mm-hmm. but the future one. I even like the little skits that was in there. Right. So right, he did right. like little skits in between there, which was like really really cool. You really see those anymore? Say what? You read the Cedars anymore? Yeah. So, like, what were you saying, Sean? You was like that kind of remind you of like Red Man, the Red Man joints. Red Man was was huge with his skits, man. Like, well, well, back in back in the day, man, just skits were huge, big itself. You know, they wanted to paint a picture. That's that's what music was all about back in the day. You know, it was Mm -hmm. they wanted you to set up. Yeah, you know, set up for the song, right? Or 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 something from that. Remember, Daylight used to do a lot of that. Yeah, it was big, man. They they had to they had to you know put a smile on your face before the song came on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had or they roll you right into it. Mm -hmm. Or as you ended that one, they kind of concluded that song. So they they had a song and you talked about that, and then the conclusion was a small skit to lead into the next song. So you kind of like, oh, I love that. So you would leave the song on. Just to hear the the end skit or play the skit before you jump into the next cut. So yeah, see, and, and Future has a good back history. He he he's relating. He has family members and kicks it with the Dungeon family. Oh okay, which is you know rooted from Outkast and mm-hmm. Goody Mob and Goody Mob. You know, so he has a pretty decent background of music. Right. So he knows how it's supposed to sound. He knows you know he just knows how to use his voice mm-hmm. on on tracks. So. You know, with that being said, you know, I think Future's album just sounds like an adult version of the Migos CD. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm okay with that. So that's a good interpretation, though. So to me, that's a great interpretation. And probably because I'm a an adult, I'm I'm listening to the adult (laughs) side (laughs) and more preference to that as opposed to the Migos. Right. So that's a great analogy of that or, or interpretation because the juvenile sound of Migos just partying all day long. Right. Joke. Fucking with chicks. You know, all of that. That's continuously throughout that because they're young and they want to have a good time where Future 
He wants to have a good time, but he does other things. Mm-hmm. So he's got a little one, you know. He he going through, you know. He he's a he tries to be or show compassion on his music. Yeah, you know. But because that's that's more maturity, mm-hmm. and he can stop and think about it. Where the Migos is just going straight out and say, "Hey, this is what I'm thinking about. I woke up high, and I want to do this next." <laughs> you know, but write it down. Because right. sooner or later, to your point, that's why I'm saying I don't think Migos will go backwards. I think they will be more mature with the way they're writing next. Okay. So they, they may evolve into a maturity as opposed to trying to emulate the quality of before. I think the quality will come with their maturity. And see, I, I also think um, back to back to Future Man, I because of... You know, he does so well on his music. I think people really, really don't understand his business mind and his business aspect on the game, man. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he really throws a lot of music out, man, and and he does it in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like he was he was dropping mixtapes. He was dropping maybe three, four mixtapes a year, and he was dropping them in a way to where you were just like, man, he got to come out with another one next week. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or he was dropping them to where they're, now they're singles on the album. I mean, now they're singles and now they're on the radio. You know, that that's just in rotation. So, you know, and, and he plugs in with, with all the right people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he pretty tight with Drake. Right. You know, they had a mixtape together. You know, which, which allowed him to I'm assuming get the contract with Apple because he dropped two albums in like a span of three months last year. Mm-hmm. He dropped um it wasn't Dirty Sprite two. He did. He dropped Dirty Sprite two, and then like maybe three to four months after that, he dropped uh, Evolve. Okay. But in between that, when the Falcons was Playing in the playoffs last year, he dropped Purple Rain because he he, he it was when uh, the Seahawks was playing against the Falcons. This was this, not the last playoff. Uh, the playoffs before yeah, last, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, he always throws shots at his baby mama, man, because she do the same thing. She's so petty. Oh, you she's know, petty. You know, but but see, he has a bigger platform. So usually, when you get a bigger platform, you need to shut the hell up. You know, you you try to throw some shade over here, but he's a rapper. He can just throw out a mixtape somewhere mm-hmm. or show up and rap about something totally different and then say, oh, by the way, you got my kid yeah. or you dealing with this dude who's got his head up your ass. So, you know, he can do anything. Literally. Yeah. Not he can do anything, not metaphorically speaking. <laughs> but yeah, but. So what what's your opinion on future? You you have a right? Um, future's pretty good. Future's pretty good right now. Based on how do you feel about him now? I mean, you said uh Migos is mainstream. So what do you see with future though? Future I see has the possibility to expand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to what Sean said, when it comes to like the business mm-hmm. portion of things, yeah. He's making the right moves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's connecting. Yeah. You know, because 
Drake, like we was talking about Drake before, Drake is an entertainer. He's going to partner with everybody and anybody to stay relevant, you know, mm-hmm. and as long as he's staying relevant, he's going to get paid. He's going to be able to show up in so many places because they said, I like Drake. Oh, yeah. He was talking with such and such. Future shows up and he doesn't show up negative. That's another good thing that Future doesn't do. Yeah. He doesn't show up negative. So even though he's a little harder, he's a little rougher, he, he's got a look that most some people may go, Ooh, but he's cool. And people say, I just like him. He, he showed up on Saturday Night Live, too. You know, and I, I enjoyed the cuts that he was on there. I was like, man, Future's pretty tight. I, I, I like this. So that's when I saw him live and he was able to just come off sounding really, really good. So, yeah, I see him and he's 33. Yeah. So he ain't no spring chicken. He ain't young in the game. Mm-mm. But uh, the dude is good. You know, again, not high on my list of um, performers or or anything like that. But he's somebody that I can say, hey, if I'm listening to him, yeah, right. cut him on. Yeah, cut him on future. But, you know, even then, and what you was talking about, Sean, when you were saying the, the two albums that he had, either the Hendrix or the Future, but uh, Future makes history with number new number one album. He came out with Future, then Hendrix. Right. So he made history as the first artist that has successive number one debuts on America's Billboard 200 chart. Yeah, and, and, and you know, that just goes back to his business aspect, man. I mean... Like um, we was talking about J Cole. I'll say I'll, I'll put this on real quick. Uh, J Cole dropped two singles before his actual album came out, and he dropped them on iTunes. So you buying it, you buying them, and then if you wasn't gonna buy them, you were gonna wait for them to be on the album. Mm-hmm. When the album drops, those two tracks aren't on the album. So now you still got to go back and buy him if you didn't right. go buy him. Right? Genius. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that. That's 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 your diaper money right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he just had a little girl yeah um so you know all, all the extra money that he made of course it went platinum you know because that's what he does um all that extra money is bill money you know what i'm saying so what future did was he said okay i have an album so he's like i'm gonna drop a double i don't know who talked to him i don't know how this went down but it's pretty logical mm-hmm. all right i'm gonna drop a double cd it's gonna be called future hendrix but I'm not going to drop it on the same day. And I'm not going to drop it as a collaboration. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop one one Friday and, and build up for it. Then I'm going to tell people on Tuesday that I'm dropping another album on Friday. Which is going to blow everybody's mind because it's going to be like, oh, he just dropped an album. Oh, oh, he's dropping another oh, album. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? So... He, he prepping up for it. So it don't even have to be as good as the first one. No. Just the fact that you know he's dropping another album the following week, you have to go get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was a marketing play that he decided to do to be relevant. Right. Now, he made himself relevant. Now they make it, they write in articles saying, yo, this is the first artist that was able to do two. It would have been one. Mm-hmm. But since he said, let me break this up. And they was like, what happened to the Hendrix? Uh, it just came out. Everybody on right. it. Right. They got to get it. You know. Right. Or how many downloads. And then, you know, the Spotify's, the, the Apple um, radio. I mean, all of that. 
all of these streaming sites, people got it every month. Mm-hmm. So they paying that cost. Soon as I download it, done. Soon as you download it, done. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to buy it, but you downloaded it. So he gets credit for that as well. So it's running up the charts because people like me who pay that monthly cost so I can have that. Right. He gets that. Mm-hmm. He get it. And they, they paying that money for it. Yeah. So I think he did a great job with that. And I think, you know, when you told me that, it was a great marketing ploy to say, how do I stay relevant? And then if you talk about me amongst other people, I'm going to be that guy that mm-hmm. they say, he did two consecutive albums and it was two successive number ones. Ain't no other rapper done that. Yeah. You know, but they probably did it, but it was one in one year, one another year, but ain't too many people done that. So he was smart enough to tr- play the market. He played the market in this way, but it worked. And see, I, I, I you know, I, I definitely going to digress on this, but it has to be said, man. I, I just think, you know, his baby mama just craves too much attention, man. And it's a, it's going to, hopefully it won't affect his son the way I'm assuming that she's she's anticipating on it because you know this is a he's doing a lot of impactful things musically right right musically he's definitely doing a lot of impactful things man and as a child seeing your father or being able to witness what your father is going to be able to do and being this great person you know, I just I just kind of hope that, you know, this don't deter or affects the son in, in a way that most people and most children get affected. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, we don't know. But, you know, people who crave publicity, they don't care of the collateral damage around them. Right. And it, it seems as though she wants this to be ongoing. So as she makes it ongoing to be combative or throwing shade here and there, we don't know how much of this is uh, with the child mm-hmm. or involving the child or exposing it to the child. And then you don't know, on the other hand, when he has a child, what kind of exposure is he is throwing he back, back on her? Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, as a child in between... We don't know. We can only hope for the best. But, you know, that petty stuff right there is just so crazy because it's kind of like I left you and I'm going to let you know that I am better. You don't have to lead your life. Leave me the F alone. You know what I mean? You do you. and Let me do me. We only have this child together. Let me deal with my child and you can deal with the child. Well, it's like he's he's working and everyone's talking about him. And she has to see him in the news because he's working. Mm-hmm. She's not working, but she still feels like she has to be seen. So she exposes just, just you know, just, just on the scene, man. Just on the scene, man. And, you know, Russell ain't winning big games like yeah, he know, need right, to. Right. <laughs> you know, so she still, so she feels like she losing. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's 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 he's, he making bread, he's he's making bread, he's good. He's leading the team. Just shut, just don't. But she doesn't want that. She doesn't want that. She doesn't 
want that. She wants to be relevant. She wants to be part of the limelight. She grabbed onto a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And there you go. But now he's just a regular quarterback. <laughs> they, they ain't really doing what they used to do. <clears throat> so she's kind of like, uh, where do I reach out at? I reach out to the guys getting the shine, which is my baby daddy. Man. So. As far as Future's album, the Future album, <clears throat> like I said, man, it's a grown up version of Migos, but I can definitely, you know, I'm 33 myself, so I can definitely listen to a lot more of the CD. It's literally probably like four songs I won't listen to it yeah. on the whole CD. Yeah. You know, um, what about Hendrix? Did you hear that? Now, the Hendrix CD, it's about another 17 tracks. I'll what? listen to the, in the second half of the CD from about a 10. Or eleven to seventeen. Okay, that's like that's my part of the CD. Um, the tracks aren't bad. It's future, you yeah. know, and it's future singing. You oh, know what I'm saying? It's a more that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the vocoder shit, right? If if you're into the future singing, then this is for you. Most of it, yeah. you know. Like I said, I I can enjoy the last seven tracks of the CD. Okay, you know. Which is fine with me because I like the first CD. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I rate the first CD. Like I said, I, what is it? How many tracks out of the first CD? I don't rate them a 10 to 100. I just rate them a, a tracks I listen to because I'm Good. an album listen. You know, I listen to albums. You know, so. Yeah, you got 17 on the first one. So 17 on the first one, I listen to 14 out of 17, maybe 15 out of 17. Yeah, I'll say 13. I won't listen to Flip, and I won't listen to <laughs> the one before Flip. Met Massage in My Room? Yeah. Or Poppin' Tags? No. Poppin' Tags! Poppin' Poppin' Tags! Man, I listen to that. I listen to uh, uh, Fancy Sweet. Yeah, Fancy Sweet. Yeah. That was cool. Man, yeah, that CD riding, man. I told you that. So, again, if I'm listening to music, and I'm going to rate songs... I'm going to say, yeah, Future had a good album. Mm -hmm. Listen to the Future one. Uh, I really like that one. If they say, well, what do you think about the Migos? Uh, really? And see, I like, and, and in the Migos CD, I like, how many tracks is on the Migos CD? Let's see. Because it's a good amount I like on there, too. Nope. It's 13. 13 tracks. And, and I'll, I'll listen, listen to, to eight of them. Two of them. Really? I listen to eight of them. The first one I listen to. The, All uh, ass. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that one. Yeah, I, I know you that. like that one. I know you uh, like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid, man. Um, I listen to the T-shirt. I like the T-shirt. That was like Migos in his core. That was like the Migos. So that's why I like that track. The Curtain Call. That was nice because they was... They was lyrically trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? On their lyrical end. successfully. I mean, ain't you know, we talking about Atlanta rappers, though. I got that. So, I mean, all right, all right, all right. You know, with no disrespect. Stop giving them. You're right. You're giving you're right. them excuses you're because right. if it's Atlanta. You're but right. if you, if I say, let's throw rappers in the middle of the United States. Well, well, no, no, because I, I'm, I'm disrespecting Atlanta rappers because there's great Atlanta rappers. There's Saha the Prince. This is an this is a really great artist. There's mm -hmm. Bob. He is lyrically there. Ti can lyrically go there. You hey, know what's what that saying? other one that you gave me? The guy that was had to like the rock and roll kind of with that. Remember you, you sent me that one. It, it had like a rock feel to it. Um, 
Jesus. I forgot the name of that. Um, that was pretty cool. And I was trying to listen to some of the older stuff, but his older stuff was like really, really raw. And I was like, damn, that's really different. And so you gave me the, the newer one. But anywho, but um, yeah, there's a lot of good Atlanta um, folks that's really, you know, they really taking off. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I'm used to the sound. Back to what Raymond said. I'm used to the sound. It has to be repetitive. I guess I'm so used to hearing that. And it's, it's the great Atlanta artists aren't being promoted and shown like that. And I think that's kind of rude and wrong, man. Uh, like I said, again, I want to say Saha the Prince. Saha the Prince is actually one of the best Atlanta artists to ever, to, uh, that I've ever heard come out of Atlanta. He's from Redan. What? He's just, yeah, he just hasn't dropped nothing. He signed with uh, Kanye. Uh, nobody knows about him. You know, and then if you do know about him, you have to actually do your research. You know, so it, it just it just really sucks that I have to say that Future is right now the best artist out because, you know, I'm really disgracing all of the... Yeah, in Atlanta, I'm sorry, okay. Because I'm really, you know, not showing any respect to the real great artists out here. Absol. Absol. Oh, Absol is amazing. Yeah. He's from, um, he's part of uh, the Black Hippies. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, with the, uh, with J-Rock and all the mother cats. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, Lamar and, and Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you listen to Abra? Uh, a little bit. So. I've heard a few songs. So, I heard a, I can't say I'm going to listen to the whole thing. That rock is hot, but I like the way he puts his music together. Mm. And then, like you said, intelligently, he's throwing some stuff that you got to be like, "Damn, let me Google that." You know what I mean? It may not be true, or it may be some conspiracy shit, but he's throwing it into his lyrics and makes you kind of like, "Damn, let me go back and not go back to say what the fuck did he say?" Like the Migos, mm-hmm. you know, right, you're going right, back right. to say to damn into it. Exactly. Right. So that's why Absol, I was like, wow, that's pretty freaking cool. So that's how I kind of looking at artists that takes me to another spot. Mm-hmm. You know, not, yeah, okay, I heard that before. Yeah, just in, on the same roller coaster, just different name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I got you. Because even you. the one, what's his name? Sanford that you, you sent me? What's his name? Yeah, Sam Paul. Sam Paul or Sam Paul. Right, right, right. So, That's actually, see, I didn't tell you. Or oh, I did tell you. I'm not sure if I told you. He's the, um, if you go back and you look at the Salon CD, I mean, look at the Salon song, Don't Touch My Hair. Mm-hmm. That's actually the dude that was um dancing with her in the hook with the white blanket on. What? Yes. Okay. That that's him, and that's how I recognized him, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So who's this dude? Yeah, right, right, right. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have to even look listen to the album. So they playing him a lot of white folks. They playing a lot of his music. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? The one um, me and my piano or something. Mm-hmm. They playing that one. Yeah, and plastic. So it's them two. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. So I, because I heard it, I was like. What the hell? <laughs> and I was it was on TV, and they was like, "Oh yeah, I'm loving this. Is that Sapper?" And she's like, "Yeah, it is." Mm. So, and these white people are saying that, and okay. I'm like, "Wow." 
So his CD, and he's not a rapper, but we just talking no. music in general. But uh, his is a smooth kind of layback kind of mm-hmm. album. It's not really going to break your heart or, or get right. you dancing. And, and that's why I like it, too. Yeah. Because I can, I can sit at work and just, and just chill vibe out to it. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. It's not melancholy. It's not depressing. It's not going to put me to sleep. And it's not going to bounce me out of my seat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to keep me there. (laughs) But again, that's a lover of music. Right. It's not a lover of genre. And, you know, back to you, what you were saying also, hey, look, I'm in Atlanta. I grew up in Atlanta. I know these cats that came from Lawrenceville. These cats came from Redan, College. I I know all of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give them love because that's what I'm I'm just being biased. Unfortunately, I got to be biased. Like. Flocka ain't one of my favorite artists, but I definitely paid to go see him at a club when he came out here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because he was from Riverdale, man. And and that's that's what we do. Unfortunately, people of color, man, we, you know, especially the darker we are, though, we always <laughs> support everything. Every, the things but, we don't even need to be supported. But, but that's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Because, again, we all have our vices. Mm-hmm. And we say, I like this. You know, some people continue to drink Hennessy, even though there's better cognac and brandy that's out there. But, oh, I have some energy, dog. Right. Dude, try this, man. That's bullshit. This is better. <laughs> the fuck is wrong? You mean this is but Nah, man. I'm a Hennessy, man. No, you're a stupid man. <laughs> that's what you are. Get the fuck out of here. But, <laughs> so, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you, when you say, okay, let's pull it together. Let's talk music. Mm-hmm. So when, when I say let's pull it together, let's talk to music. That's why I can say, no, I do respect Migos because I know what they did and I know how they changed it. What was what's his name? Um, the Miami bass with the booty shaking shit. Luke. Uh, yeah. yeah. Come on now. Yeah. He changed the game. Though. He did. He definitely changed the like game. It, man. But he changed the game. Yep. It's still to this day. Yeah. So you have to respect him. You know, because he changed the game. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy not one thing from him other than when I had to DJ. So I had to, you know, that's what they're going to want to hear. Right. So I got to lay that on there. But me saying I'm going to lay back and put it in the car and bump it like that. No, that's not what I wanted. Same thing with Migos. If you have to play him, you know you have to play him. Right. If you saying, you know, this cat is the, the, the hottest out right now. No, they got that from Migos. Migos started this, and then everybody picked up from that. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know that, then you're disrespecting them. Right, right, right. That's just like saying Jay Z started the rap game. It's like, come on, man. How disrespectful is that? Like, really? You know, somebody slap this person. Yeah, yeah. wake them up because this shit ain't working. Right. So, So, yeah, yeah, I definitely understand, man. Uh, Yeah. So, it's all good. But, uh, Yep, that's our review on Migos. What's that? Migos Heritage? Culture. Culture, sorry. Culture and future. Because we didn't hear um, future Hendrix. So I'm going to go back and check them out anyway. That's a 10 out of 7. 10 out of 7. I mean, 10 out of 17. I mean, 7 out of 17. That's really what I want to say. 7 out of 17. 7 out of 17 for me. Okay. And then the first one is... What, 12? Yeah, I say 12, 13. 12 out of 17? 17. Yeah, I say yeah. 12 or 13. So. Which which is cool for me. And, um, mm-hmm. That's very Migos good. is 2 or 3 out of 13. Yeah, and I, I give Migos uh, an 8 out of 13. Damn. So, 
I mean, it's still the Migos, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what what you want me to say? You know what I'm saying? That, that's a good album for the Migos, for me, personally. So, so, again, what did you tell me to do before I heard that? Just go listen to the first ones. Yeah. I was like, yo, that shit is bullshit. <laughs> but when I heard the new one, I was like, man, they got much better. Right. I still don't like they act, yeah. but they got better, though. They got better. The production got a lot tighter. Yeah. You know, they they was a little clearer on some of the things that they were talking about. It wasn't a bunch of just random bullshit. They got random bullshit on it. I'm right, not saying they just don't, but they got better. Yeah, and they got better. you have to say, keep going, young blood. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Keep mm-hmm. doing it. You know what I mean? Because, so, again, just like the um, just like the Childish Gambino. Yeah. You know, you like the first CD, but then the second one, like, eh. but I see where you're going. Yeah. And I see the improvement or I see the direction. Okay, keep going because your next one is going to be better. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or or if you that guy, which we think he's that guy because we talked about Childish before. He's that guy that says, I may change again. Mm-hmm. I may do a country song because I heard this country group that I like this sound, but I'm going to twist it up and put it the way I want it. I'm just going to do it because I can. That's a, that's, he's like Kanye. Mm-hmm. Kanye just does crazy shit. So one thing I want to do, and you, you tell me, you know, as we close this up is talk about chance. chance the rapper. Record. Yeah. I have nothing to say about this guy uh, I, on music. Based on music, I, so I have nothing so, to say. So, if you talking about the artist as a whole, because he kind of changed it up and won a Grammy for it, right? So, I'm not sure if we actually um, did he do that. Because remember, I think we were talking about that too. Did he change it so he can get the the eye on him? Or did he do it because he's that creative to say that's what I'm going to do? I think I think he's a very creative person. You know, this is just again. I'm not. Uh, you know, the way you feel about me goes is the way I feel about Chance the Rapper's music. Oh, I don't give a damn about I, Chance, bro. I'm I'm, I'm not know. a Chance fan. I'm just so when we talking about artists that we kind of respect, right? As opposed to liking and buy and things like that. He's one of those guys that I just really didn't do the detail with yet. Right. So, but it was it was kind of different for me to see him. He's on commercials. Yeah. He's all on types of stuff. Yeah. He's almost becoming he's, like he's a such Drake. a personable person, yeah. man. I, I think and and I think that's the part that I'm noticing now more than his music. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's like now it's like you're noticing how he's got where he got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's like, okay, he put a million dollars into a Chicago school. Mm-hmm. Okay, he must know somebody. He turned down ten million dollars, right? Because he didn't want to do no he deal. Didn't want to do no deal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He never dropped the album, and he's got an award for the music that he's made without dropping an album. Mm-hmm. Okay, he knows a lot of good people. 
Somebody he's definitely helping him. Yeah. And he's taking that advice and being successful. Well, well, he's being a person. You, He definitely has somebody that's opening doors for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's getting in that door and he's like, what's up? Yep. This is me. How you like it? You know what? You're a good guy. Let me hear your music. Like oh my you. gosh, your music ain't bad. It might not be my favorite. You're doing but some you're, positive things. Right, but you're such a good guy and your music is relating to who you are. I'm going to put your music out there. Yeah. You know, and 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 now looking at him, that's kind of see and that's kind of how I see how he got out there. Mm. Cuz I don't feel like it was no way you can just have Straight that type of music, music. Yep. and be on SoundCloud and blow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because we're uh, I'm missing it. You know what I'm so saying? I think he did the reverse from Drake. Because remember, Drake was an, was an artist that came out with music that people was listening to. Mm-hmm. Then he built his persona up. Right. So, to me, watching from a distance, because I'm, again, I'm not, not being really specific because I'm, I'm, I don't know a lot of detail with Chance. But he was putting music out. And somebody heard it, and then he started building his persona. Mm. So he started showing up in so many different little things, and oh, Chance the Rapper, Chance the Rapper, oh, blah, 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 blah. And and then they was like, I like him, he's so nice, mm-hmm. he's such a personable guy. Mm-hmm. And then he's still like, I ain't drop shit, but y'all love me, mm-hmm. and you know me. Right. How so do you when know I me, right. somebody's saying, Know this guy mm-hmm. because he's such a good guy. He 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 bought out a um the a theater the the get out. He bought out the the whole joints tickets for the get out and let the hood go see it for free. What? Yep. Mm. He did that like maybe two three weeks ago. Well, well, when it first came out, right? You know what I'm saying. And then, like I said, he just recently dropped the money down for the Chicago schools. So. Like I said, man, he definitely plugged with somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so he plugged in somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely giving him the utmost love. I'm thinking he a California cat, man, because just the way he's moving and the way he's doing his thing, mm. you know, that's not a that's not a southern type of movement. No, 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 Do you, you know, know anything about him, Ring? Um, first time I heard Chance the Rapper was on Little Wayne's Dedication five. Right. Okay. And that was you song. I don't know if y'all heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was pretty good. It caught me. Okay. You know what I mean? It it, it kept me, hey, what's gonna happen now? Like So was his was it his style or what he was saying or what was that? Um it was his flow. Okay. Mostly. Okay. Like I wasn't really like too much of a fan of the song, but it was like the way he flowed. Okay. That got me in tune. Like, you know what I mean? Wanted yeah. to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you was like, damn, who's that cat? Right. Yeah. And then you'd be like, let me go see some other things. So I've, I've heard like snippets of him. And then the snippets that I heard, I really wasn't impressed with. So I just stopped. Mm. And then I kept seeing him though. You know, you right. just keep seeing right, this dude. Right, and right. I was like, what I heard, why they keep showing him? That doesn't mean that he doesn't have good stuff. It's just what I heard wasn't good. And then when I did see him, he wasn't saying anything. So it was kind of like, who is this guy? You know, you can pull out Drake's, um, you know, anthology and there's some good stuff in there. 
Not a lot, but it's some good stuff right. in there. And there's some stuff that you can listen to. And there's some stuff that you can respect. And then his persona makes you say, yeah, I don't mind listening to Trey. Because he gives out a persona that you like him. Not that he's good, but you like him. And I think Chance is doing the same thing without losing his street cred of saying, look, I'm doing some things for the, my people. I'm doing things for the hood. I'm doing all of that. So he may be liked by people that not on the street, mm-hmm. but the people on the street still respect him because he's keeping it real with them and doing positive things there. So that was just really interesting. I had to bring that up with Chance because we didn't talk about the Emmys, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was kind of foolish. And then I just cut it off. But that was a surprise for him to really get that award. And I'm like, wow. But he got like new artists? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But how are you going to be a new artist without anything released? But the industry saw that as we need to get this guy some love. So that's telling everyone else, sadly, that you don't have to go to these major record labels. Mm-hmm. So with them saying, I'm blessing you with this, anybody follow his model and you don't have to deal with these people. So I think that's a good thing. Um, record industry is going to just, you know, some people are just running after the money. So they run 10 million. They're going to grab it. But he was like, I know I can nah, make more. Right. I'm doing more know. than what, what y'all even could even afford to give me. And whoever I'm tied into mm-hmm. is it's helping me. me. Yeah, and let me know that we don't need this we money. We don't need that, bro. You're going to make a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And you won't be trapped. So the thing is, the record company trap you and say, yep. no, you're going to do these 15 albums over the next 20 years. No. Give me $10 million for two years. Nope. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I can give you five albums in two years. I can give you three albums in two years. And it may not even be a hit, but I'm done with you. Then I'm free. But uh, he did a smart thing, though. But uh, but that's old car wax, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good conversation. Thank you, Sean Raymond. Is there? Uh, we're going to hit a couple of other new artists that's coming out. And I'm not sure... Uh, specifically, but you know you will hear us again. So it's a dreadlock connoisseur, Michael, signing off on Old Car Wax. Thanks, y'all. Peace.